Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And today is the Ask the Doctors LifeWave show, the first Monday of the month. And the purpose of this show is to help you with different symptoms. Today's topic is going to be about bones and teeth and how we can use the LifeWave phototherapy patches with traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture points to help support your body's own healing and building of bones. So I, before I introduce my guest, Dr. Dennis Loebstein, I just wanted to share with you some really good news for me. I had a DEXA scan the other day actually to check for body fat, but of course they also check bone density. And my bone density is up there in the 90th whatever percentile for like those that are in their 20s. So uh, given that I'm 51, I'm very, very pleased with that. Yay, bone broth. Um, and uh, and I, I and Dr. Dennis is going to talk about this a little later, but I noticed that if my kidney chi or kidney energy gets a little low, then um, I get a, a particular symptom that just kind of hints to me like, hey, it's time to, you know, use your energy patches on a kidney meridian. Uh, and what happens to me is my teeth get sensitive. And that's how I know. And that's my little hint, you know, that, okay, time to time to support the kidneys. So then I go ahead and support the kidneys. And then boom, that symptom just goes right away you know, out the door. It's really, really awesome. So again, today's topic is about bones and teeth and how we can support ourselves through our meridians, through phototherapy patches, instead of using needles, uh, in case you are not necessarily wanting to see an acupuncturist every week for this particular problem. And if you are someone who hasn't tried LifeWave before, wants to know if it's for you, I can certainly muscle test you in the next 45 minutes. And if you have tried LifeWave and need a specific protocol for you uh, on a particular symptom, maybe related to bones, maybe not, uh, you can actually call in as well and raise your hand. So that number is 818 514-1190. Just hit one so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190 and just hit one. And I'm also going to be um, doing launching the chat here in a minute. So you can also ask your questions of Dr. Dennis and myself right on the chat. So welcome, Dr. Dennis. Well, good morning, Dr. Karen. I'm pleased to be here with you again. Yeah, Beautiful thanks for day. being with us. I don't think but, we've done this topic but, before, have we? Not that I recall. Yeah. But uh, well, bones are a really important topic, and uh, congratulations on your scan. Oh yeah, thanks. That, I was really pleased about that. Like woohoo! That that means you're reversing the aging process. It is. It does. And what's very, I, you don't know this part, Dr. Dennis, but um, I wanted to have some objective data related to the 20 pound weight gain that I had over the last three years. And uh, uh, when they, you know, did the scan, they said that my visceral fat, which is that very, very, you know, highly metabolic fat, the, the one that can cause heart attacks and diabetes, which I have a lot on my family history, they said it was less than a pound of visceral fat. So despite the 20 pound weight gain, it's not in the bad fat that's in the belly. <laughs> so it's pretty hmm. cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. I did increase some bone mass and muscle mass and uh, definitely what I was thinking, uh, which is probably correct, which is extra fluid mass. And so I'm working with, you know, source on like, okay, so why is this fluid important for me? And things like that. I d definitely, uh, the guy, the doctor kept saying, you're so healthy. You're so healthy. 
wow, you should give yourself a pat on your back for maintaining, you know, like your muscle mass and your bone mass. <laughs> and that's your segue to talk about patches. Yeah. Let's talk about patches. When, when, when the doctor says you're so healthy. <laughs> yes. Well, I was wearing them. He didn't quite notice them that day, but uh, I like to be really subtle these days. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, James you, now wants you know, to get his um, bone scan done too. We, women need about uh, 8% at minimum total body fat in order to maintain estrogen because yeah. the estrogen level, uh, they're, they're made in the um, adipose cells to a high degree, not just the ovaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says there's a lot of women, you know, some like Hispanic women, for example, have, you know, big boobs, big hips, you know, and uh, they look like what we would consider like, quote unquote, fat, but they're really super healthy. They, you know, really like in their 90s and they might look like big mamas, but <laughs> they're really healthy. They have very little visceral fat, you know. Um, yeah, so they're estrogen really fat. Interesting he so. said that. Maybe yeah, that says something yeah. about the passion. Could be. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, today we're going to talk about bones. Right. Well, that's interesting because people affectionately call me bones and they're, what? they're alluding to Dr. McCoy on Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. Me too. Um, but the, um, what, what I view bones, uh, their importance is that they represent the structure of the universe, like the whole, the, in the individual's whole universe that's connected with the universe outside of us. And Louise Hayes even talks about that. And uh, she has remedies for almost everything on a, like a psychological level. And so right. Louise Hayes talks about, um, the remedy for representing the structure of the universe and the bones is I am well structured. You say mm. this mantra, I am well structured and, and well balanced. So bones, she's right. Bones don't just talk about physical structure. They talk about being balanced in a holistic right, or right. A, a sense that follows natural law. And we can see that in in the way the bones are um, physiologically, biochemically, and how they interact with what's going on energetically and spiritually that we can describe through traditional Chinese medicine. Hmm. So, so I, I I thought maybe we'd take a little walk on the western side and then see how. TCM energetics relate to that and then talk about acupuncture points and different protocols that I've developed for dealing with bone. Okay. Sounds good. All right. And I, I know we're, uh, I got to do it kind of fast because we only have about 45 minutes, right? Right. Yeah. So we want to keep it as uh, the protocols as simple as possible. Maybe not give, you know, 20 different choices, but like your top three, maybe favorite protocols. I think that would give more value to folks. Okay. So principle of kiss. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's and, a tough and folks, one for I am to... going to do a blog post too, um, and that's going to be up later today with the notes from what we discussed with Dr. Dennis. So no, no worries if you can't furiously write notes as fast as I can type. It's going to be on patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog, uh, and it'll be posted there uh, by the end of today. All right, Dr. And, Dennis, and take it away. I, all right. Well, lest I forget, uh, one can also find acupuncture point locations at yinyonghouse.com and click on the points tab, hover the mouse over the meridian, and you'll get a, a detailed description of the uh, point location. And um, there are also detailed energy charts for teeth where you can see how the energetics of the teeth are related to the meridians yes, and the organs. Yes, that's right. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, we'll have to uh, link to that. They're, they're, they're in the images on Google. Right. So I'm I'm going to allude to some of those, like uh, the canines and, and the molars and the incisors and how they relate to the energetics of wood, fire, and water, uh, respectively. Uh-huh. But get into that in a, in a minute after I walk on the western side first. So um, on, on the western side, we know um, that, like when I was teaching kinesiology, which is um, how the muscles are attached to the bone and how they how they move our body structure through space and and different rotations and how we use our vestibular apparatus and our inner ear to get feedback, including the sensory nerve endings in our joints and our muscles, to give our central integrator, our brain, feedback for how our body's oriented in space relative to gravity and how we move, that movement actually stimulates the bone. And as you pointed out at the top of the hour, movement, like exercise, will stimulate greater bone density. Mm -hmm. Now, that's in a large part not only to the presence of the mineral matrix in the in the bone or that gets deposited into the bone when it's stimulated <clears throat> but it's um the the bone also has protein in it so it it resists properties of compression from the minerals and it resists pulling apart or tension from the elastin and collagen and the elastic proteins that are embedded in the bone matrix. So it's not just made of minerals, it's a live dynamic tissue. And that live tissue has cells in it that are working and very sensitive to acid in the environment. Oh. Uh-huh. So, so like, like in our food. So, for example, I used to tell my students that um, if they're drinking soft drinks, which are very, very acidic, the next time they urinate, they're going to end up peeing their bone mass out. Or they're they're going to be their skeletal mass, yeah, when they're peeing. So, um, you know, with that metaphor, you drink a soft drink and then you pee your bones out, you're losing your, your universal structure by doing that. So, you want to make sure that you're eating food that's alkaline and drinking fluids that are more alkaline and 
preferably have antioxidant properties to maintain the bone in addition to the exercising. And those cells in the bone that, that respond to what they have to work with, like the minerals in our diet and the uh, pH in the internal milieu of our physiology, uh, are osteoblasts and osteoclasts. So the, the osteoblasts will increase the bone density, and the osteoclasts will decrease the bone density and, and remodel it. They'll, they'll eat away at the mineral matrix and take minerals out and cause little pits in the bone surface and then remodel the bone. Well, some people think now, osteoclasts oh, are bad, but I just want you to explain why they're important. Oh, they're important because they remodel the bone. Because you're not just breaking the bone down, you're also under the influences I just described with exercise and proper nutrition, you're building it back up. And another influence that helps build it up are the patches, especially our rejuvenation and tissue building patch carnosine. And um, our our hormone influencing patch like... Um, Olivita will regulate the um, endocrine system through the pineal. So uh, we, we can remodel the bone. And um, a couple uh, hormones that stimulate the osteoblasts and osteoclasts are calcitonin and parathyroid hormone. Now, the, the calcitonin is made in the C cells of the thyroid and what it does is lower blood calcium levels, and those calcium levels go into the bone to increase the bone density. Mm. So the bones are actually our bank of calcium. And calcium is really, really important for a wide range of physiological processes. And we don't have time to go into all of them. It's just the calcium is so important for not just being part of the mineral matrix of the bone along with magnesium and phosphorus and boron, but um, also for um, muscle contraction. And yeah. without calcium, our, our muscles wouldn't be able to contract properly. In fact, our muscles get sore if we work out too much because we're disrupting the membrane in the muscle fibers that release calcium under the influence of nervous stimulation for the muscles to contract. And when that membrane called the sarcoplasmic reticulum gets disrupted from um, microtrauma, from like overdosing on lifting weights or overdosing on exercise, then an excess of calcium is secreted from it and it doesn't get taken up properly into what's called the T-tubule system. And then the calcium stays to a limited degree in the fibers, creating a mild turgidity. And that's what we experience as stiffness and soreness after a workout. Mm. 
So it's not so much mm-hmm. about lactic acid, but more about the calcium kind of leaking out into places. Well, that's a good question. It's both actually, because mm-hmm. when you have calcium leaking and the muscles contracting more, the muscle contraction itself from the calcium leakage will increase lactic acid. So, yes, it's about both. Uh, let's see. So uh, the, the parathyroid hormone is also made in the thyroid in these four little spots on the back of the thyroid called parathyroid glands. And this PTH, parathyroid hormone, will then stimulate the osteoclasts to break down the bone. So there's a balance between the calcitonin and the parathyroid hormone in increasing bone density through the osteoblasts and remodeling the bone through the osteoclasts. So those can be affected by exercise, by training, by um, what's in our diet and drink intake, like the minerals and the proteins that are needed to to build the um, elastic proteins. And we can also regulate that balance by increasing the biocoherence around the thyroid gland. So one way to do that is on, and I'm going to jump into this acupuncture point because we're talking about it right now, mm-hmm. stomach nine. The stomach, stomach nine is on the anterior border of the sternocleidomastoid muscle. If you go to the, Adam, the tip of the Adam's apple on the front of the neck, and without talking, just while it's still, you go around both sides of the neck, you find the anterior border of the sternocleidomastoid muscle. That's where stomach nine is, and it brackets. It's a bilateral point. It brackets both sides of the thyroid. If you um, put energy enhancer patches, white on the right, tan on the left, you'll increase the biocoherence of the thyroid, and, and that will influence the regulation between the calcitonin and the parathyroid hormone. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. And so what I like to do is not just use energy enhancer patches to bracket the thyroid, but I also like to use the Alavita with it, and especially at night, say on the uh, third eye, the intom, to make a nice triangle. So the third eye goes, influences and and innervates the uh, pineal directly. And then that, as we've talked about before, influences epithalamin, which will influence the regulation of the endocrine glands, including the thyroid. So we have a nice patch triangle uh, with Olivita on the third eye and energy enhancer on stomach nine. And uh, that will influence the biocoherence of the thyroid and also regulates the endocrines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not just influencing the bone, it's, it's also getting the rest of the thyroid, which includes T3 and T4, and, and those hormones will influence metabolism. Nice. Very nice. So that's a nice side effect. That's an elegant okay. actually. You're breaking up a little bit, Dr. Karen. Oh, okay. 
I can hear some some of what you're saying, but you're you're kind of choppy or broken up. Do you hear me okay? Yeah, you're okay. You're good. Something's making you choppy. Well, okay, I'll just go on. <clears throat> so, um, an, another um, physiological factor that's increasing bone density is what's called the piezoelectric effect. And the piezoelectric effect occurs when bones are twisted or manipulated, like during exercise. The crystal matrix of the bone will act like a diode or a capacitor. And when crystals twisted or, or moved, it will build up a potential difference across it so there's a positive charge built up on one side and a negative charge on the other side. And when you have a potential drop across a tissue, then you have a current because of Ohm's law. Uh, you have um, voltage and current and resistance all working together. So when you, whenever you have a potential difference across the membrane, you have a buildup of current. So that increased current from the piezoelectric effect will be the mechanism behind the deposition of more mineral into the bone matrix. And notice I'm not just saying calcium. When I say mineral, I mean calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, and boron. Gotcha. Cool. Oh, good. I can hear you better now. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So um, there are a lot of factors that affect bone health, including MUFAs like um, multiunsaturated fatty acids and, and um, I don't need to go into the details of that because you and David talked about that on your um, data peer talk. Um, I, I just heard that yesterday, but I'm not sure when that was. It sounds like it was before April. But yeah, that, that was that's a while a good, ago. Yeah, it's a good one to listen to. Oh, let's see. Um, so the um, the MUFAs like in Theta Pure can in, increase the bone metabolism and bone density and and that's that's good for building bone too. So, uh, so let's see if we go to the oil. Yeah, yeah, it's um, antioxidant and it stimulates a lot of m- metabolic effects that influence calcium and boron. Mm. So, um, by the way, boron's good also for for dealing with arthritis and recovering from exercise and green veg- veggies are really good for vitamin K and um, vitamin K has phylloquinones in it from, I mean, uh, green leafy vegetables have phylloquinones that have vitamin K in it. <laughs> Yeah, and I heard that, so, that, you know, there's like K1 and K2, and the K2 is from uh, meat. 
And you can't get that in green yeah. leafy vegetables. That's like, right. That really interesting. Yeah, so both both meat and green leafy vegetables will help to increase bone density. And that's good because <clears throat> um, a lot of people like to eat meat. And that will help their yang chi too. And especially in, in Chinese medicine, people that are kidney chi deficient often don't have enough protein on board for meat. So one of the remedies in Chinese medicine is to have for kidney chi deficiency is to have people eating more red meat. And one of yeah, the reasons that's for that sometimes is sometimes not popular with the vegetarians. <laughs> right. So they have to get their vitamin K2 from another source. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can get it from like this um, cultured yeast or something. I think that's one of the companies like makes K2 with the vitamin D through non-animal sources. But I guess you could argue that a yeast is an animal, but you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's kind of uh, the Western picture of bones in a nutshell. And there are a lot more details to it, but uh, I don't want to run out of time here. So um there, there are other things we can do with the patches, like put oils underneath them so to carry the energy signature of the oil into the meridian to affect the bone. And one of those oils, besides the Theta Pure, is uh, geranium. Mm. The geranium oil also, uh, helps the bone. So you put a drop of geranium oil under a patch on the right acupuncture points that I'm going to talk about here, that will help facilitate the energy signature from the patches affecting the bone. That's cool. Yeah. Very, very so, cool. So uh, homeopathic well, you remedies know, I, I just, The geranium oil, uh, just so few folks know, you know, this is an essential oil, and a lot of people are really into essential oils, and I really like them because they smell really good, not because I know exactly what they do. <laughs> Unlike Dr. Dennis, uh, but Dr. Dennis, is it true in your personal experience that if you put the essential oil and then you put the patch over top of it, that it accentuates the benefits of both for that particular purpose, then rather than just oh, putting yeah. essential oil on the point? Yes, there's major synergy. Not only mm-hmm. will you save on the oil because you don't have to use as much of it rubbing all over the place, just one mm-hmm. drop underneath the patch right on the acupoint. And uh, the the phototherapy of the patch will drive the energy signature from the geranium into the meridian, and so you have um, a synergy between the energy signature from the patch and the energy signature from the geranium or the oil or whatever oil you're going to use going through the meridian. And that's that's really an effective way to get energetic patterns transformed in the body because the acupuncture meridians will permeate the um, energy pathways of the organs and eventually that will influence the whole body That's when really I say eventually cool. I mean like within a few seconds that's really cool because I, I I mean despite me you know having a lot of enjoyment um you know, using essential oil, it always just seemed to me that the effects didn't last necessarily. 
you know, like not not like the patches that last like 12 hours. You know, they just didn't last 12 hours. You put the essential oil on and these points and it was gone. So that's my personal and experience you, anyway. Cool. That's awesome. So uh, I think with the patches also, make it lo- longer. We can also use um, the dropping technique, not just with oils, but also with micromineral nutrients. Like uh, if you take um, boron, for example, you put a drop of uh, the micromineral nutrient uh, boron from a liquid solution under a patch, say the Olavida patch on GV24 or the third eye, which is um, just above the the nose, uh, that can uh, relieve brain fog pretty quick. Neat. Yeah, you can also get boron from fruits and nuts and um, apples especially. Okay, so okay. What, are you going to tell us about the tra- traditional Chinese medicine stuff now? Yeah, yeah, so let's get into TCM. So um, that segues from what you said earlier about kidney chi. In traditional Chinese medicine, the kidneys energy encompasses and regulates the marrow. Now marrow in TCM isn't just the bone marrow inside the bone. Marrow means the nervous system, like the brain and the spinal cord and all the peripheral neurons. So that's what we mean by marrow, uh, not just the bone marrow. So kidney chi will regulate the bones, the bone marrow, and all the marrow of the nervous system. So that's what we're influencing with when we um, regulate kidney chi with the patches. Cool. And that's reflected in the head here. Uh, somebody that uh, has um, is a silver fox and getting kind of gray in the head, that's a reflection of kidney chi going down or mm-hmm. being deficient. And um, the, there's, that's reflected in symptoms like lower back pain and pain in the knees or weak knees. And, and advanced stage of that is atrophy in the legs and, and so on. Uh, difficulty walking and, and then the, the lack of exercise from the pain and the difficulty and the kidney chi deficiency <clears throat> can lead to... Uh, a lack of density in the bone and and diseases like osteoporosis. Is that balding the, too, or is that a different one, a different energy? Um, that's related to the aging and the testosterone. Instead of lingering, the the length that it does in the, in the system. Um, will break down quickly, and uh, I forget the name of what it breaks down into. Maybe you'll remember. Well, in traditional um, Chinese but, medicine, I thought balding was a kidney chi deficiency. It's not? Yes, it is, from kidney chi deficiency, kidney chi weakness. Okay. See, How about erectile yeah, I, issues? That, too. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll put low libido in there too. <laughs> yeah, low libido, 
And um, um, so all, all that's related to kidney chi deficiency. So um, if you've got a pattern of kidney chi deficiency, like graying hair, low back pain, weak legs, atropine, increased risk of fracturing a hip, uh, impotence, then um, <clears throat> we can tonify the kidney chi in general with the patches and influence the bone through the kidney chi. And something really simple like using kidney three with energy enhancer patches would be a good start. Yeah, I like that one. And uh, we could also use uh, bladder 23 with energy enhancer patches to tonify the, the kidney chi. <clears throat> we can also uh, use kidney seven. Uh, now, of course, I like to do triangles. So in, in addition to, say, kidney three with energy enhancer as a baseline, I'd also go up to GV4 and stick an eon patch on that one. or a glutathione patch or a carnosine patch. Now, GV4 is a life gate that's located right below lumbar 2, and it's right between the bladder 23 points. So we got a nice triangle with the apex at GV4 and the base at kidney 3. Nice. And, of course, I, I don't just stick with simple triangles. I like to double or triple them. So you can reinforce that energy with GV14 as another apex and a second triangle, and also GV17 or 19, which are um, further up on the back of the head. And GV17 is right above that little knob called the occipital protuberance on the back of the skull. And GV19 is right behind GV20, which is at the top of the Tai Chi pole that you can find by going to the apex of the ears and following up to the midline of the head. You find a little bump there. It's good if one is bald. You can just stick it right on there. You don't have to worry about your hair getting pulled out. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And And if you got hair, you can even stick it on the inside of a hat and it'll still yeah. work really well. So uh, GV17, GV14, and GV4 are all indicated in TCM for helping the bone through the mm-hmm. kidney chi. Nice. Yeah. So um, if you use all three, I put an E on, on GV17, and a glutathione on GV14, and a carnosine on GV4, and energy enhancer on kidney 3. Okay, can you say that all again for me? <laughs> uh-huh. Start start on the bottom. Sure. Let's start with kidney 3. So the energy enhancers okay, on kidney 3. At the base, energy enhancer on kidney 3, carnosine on GV4, uh-huh. glutathione on GV14, and Eon on GV17. 
Now, I have an alternate to that, too, since the Olavida patch came out. Instead of an Eon on GV17, you can put the Olavida on GV17. The Eon on GV14 and the glutathione or the carnosine on GV4. Yep, that's your triple triangle for back pain. Except that's right. the kidney three is different. Yeah, and so it's aimed at tonifying kidney chi, which will dramatically affect the bone or the bone's energy, <clears throat> the chi of the bone. Okay, so that's for tonifying kidney chi in general. <clears throat> now, let's say we want um, we want an anti-aging effect and a bone regeneration effect. Well, we can use stomach 36 as the base of the triangle and GV17 at the apex or GV14 at the apex or both if you want a double triangle. <clears throat> so um, there again, you could use energy enhancer on the base, like stomach 36 with the white on the right and tan on the left. And um, Olivita on GV17. Or you uh-huh. could actually use Nirvana. You could use Nirvana there too. Okay. And if you're going to use And if you want a brain pack, balance, you could use Eon? Yeah. Yeah, you can use Eon too. Cool. So it depends on what kind of effect you want. If you want uh-huh. to balance the endocrines, use the Alavita. If you want overall anti-stress, anti-aging, use the Eon. If you want to affect the um, the calcium physiology through the endorphins, use the Nirvana patch with the supplement. Mm, okay. And you you could use all three if you wanted to, like make a triple triangle with a GV19 uh, at the top, GV17 next, and GV14 at the bottom. So you'd have... Uh, like an Eon at the top, because it's probably the most powerful patch energetically, and, and then the Olivita on GV17 and the Nevada on GV14. So GV19 with the Eon, GV17 with the Olivita, and GV14 with Nirvana. And Energy Enhancer on Stomach 36. Yeah, I think I think the most important thing is for folks to know that in that base of that triangle is energy enhancer. Yes. Yeah. And then you know, if someone is all never had uh, patches, we would say start very simple. So just use energy enhancers as the pat uh, as the base, white on right, tan on left, and then add one of the single patches. And depending on what you want, I would say for most people, I would recommend the Eon at the top of the triangle. So that could be at the back of the neck on that big bone on the back that's, uh, you know, on C7, which is GV14. That's kind of like the simplest thing. And like Dr. Dennis said, if you're, you know, more interested in bone regeneration, like regeneration in general, stomach 36 is really great for that. So instead of kidney three for the kidney chi issues, then you could use the stomach 36. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'd be very remiss cool. 
if I didn't mention the influential point for bone in TCM, that's bladder 11. So bladder 11 is um, at the level right below thoracic vertebra 1, bilateral on the first bladder line, one and a half sooner inches bilateral. And that's the influential point for the, the whole bone system, according to TCM. And it can be used for a lot of different bone things. And because it's a bilateral point, you can use a positive patch on the right and a negative patch on the left. Uh, for example, you can use Eon on right bladder 11 and SP6 patch on left bladder 11. Then you can drop down and and use a, a third patch further down, like on GV4, which is the life gate. Mm-hmm. So, so um, let's say you're dealing with aging and and atrophy, haven't moved around for a while, and and the the bones are losing their mass and and you've got muscle atrophy going on too, as well as bone atrophy. Well, um, you can use two points, bladder 11 and liver eight together. So in this case, I, to keep it simple, I would use an Olivita patch on the right bladder 11, and then I'd use a carnosine patch on left liver eight. So that's, that's for, for bone muscle? Atrophy. For, for muscle and bone atrophy. Mm. But since we're talking about bones, mostly for bone atrophy, because we're using bladder 11. Cool. Just writing all this stuff down here for folks. Okay. Now I got some triangles for bone pain, and I got a triangle for agitation, restlessness, and insomnia. Yeah, I think that's going to be too much. (laughs) I know you're always so generous, Doctor Dennis, to people's stuff. So we have quite a few protocols already. I just wanted to note that. People, we didn't mention this before, and I know Dr. Dennis knows this, but um, I used to think it was really interesting that even little kids sometimes would have these dark circles under their eyes, you know. And then we learned through traditional Chinese medicine, these dark circles are, are indicative of kidney chi deficiency. So if you see someone with these dark circles, it could mean that they could definitely use some kidney chi, um, you know, support. So that's the other sign. That's right. Uh, that, and that, you get that, that through more sleep. Through tonifying the kidney chi, as we described, and also by getting more sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I've got to run, but um, and I don't think we have any oh, wow. questions okay. here. No, nope. nobody put their hand up. But thanks, everyone. I see there's a bunch of people on the call. So I am writing this up, and um, I'll be publishing this uh, shortly on the blog. So you can, you know, print that out or 
Facebook market. Uh, so you can take notes for future reference. So if you want to support your bones, mm-hmm. definitely take a look at those protocols and choose one, you know, choose one to start with, or you can alternate them. Uh, Dr. Dennis has been as per usual, an awesome, great pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much for being on the call today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I feel like I just scratched the surface, but it was a lot of fun. And it's always a pleasure, Dr. Karen. All right. Well, we can delve in more in future months. So uh, join Dr. Dennis and I next month for the first Monday of the month when we're going to talk about some really cool stuff. <laughs> Bye, Dr. Right. Dennis. Thanks, everyone. Until Bye-bye, next Dr. time. Bye. You got it. Bye-bye.